headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I am Ramsey personality Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with good friend and Ramsey personality Jade Warshaw. And we are here to answer your questions. It's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. So first up, we got Cheyenne in Phoenix, Arizona. Hi, Cheyenne. Welcome to the show. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm fangirling a little bit right now. <laughs> oh, we're so glad you're here. How can we help? Um, so I just feel super overwhelmed with money. Um, I feel kind of behind in life. I'm a registered nurse. I've been one for about a year and a half. And I currently make around $75,000 a year. That's not my take home. I take home about four k a month. Um, and I have about 90K in debt, and I still want to go back to school to be able to increase my income. So I'm just looking for advice um, and some reassurance on letting go of my savings that I have. Okay. How much savings do you have? Um, right now, between everything, like all my um, investments and my 403B and just savings in general, I have about... 60,000. Okay. How much is in non-retirement? Um, I have 40,000 in a high yield and about 2,000 in just um, like individual investments. Okay. And just investments. Okay. Well, Fine. Cheyenne, you're doing awesome. I mean, you got $42,000 saved. That's, that's excellent. That's impressive. Very impressive. I also no, wanted to know if you're, I also wanted to know if you're currently investing still. Yes, I, um, for my 403B through work, I have 12% going to my investor that account. Okay. All right. So um, I know you're probably not going to like what we have to say because I know there's a lot of that security feeling, even though you feel stressed and anxious and overwhelmed. Um, I think part of that anxiety is just knowing you have this $90,000 of debt looming. Mm-hmm. And the way I feel like, maybe you've combated that. It's just to kind of put some savings to the side to kind of make you feel okay, but yet it's not. The problem isn't going away because the problem isn't lack of savings. The problem is this debt that's hanging over your head that's preventing you from moving forward and going to school. It's preventing all of this stuff. And so, um, you know, we always say, Cheyenne, around here that if you're not happy with your current financial picture, that means you can't keep doing what you've been doing. You have to do something different. And it's going to be uncomfortable. Change is not fun. And so looking at money and acting differently with your money is going to get you a different result. And I would bet, because we have social proof of literally millions of people that have done this, that there is a different way. And Mm -hmm. not that what you've done is wrong. I mean, you have saved and you've done a really great job. But I think there's a couple of things that you could change here and it's going to feel uncomfortable. But I think it's going to make a big difference in this picture, Cheyenne. Are you ready? Yeah. Jay, do you want to drop the ball? Yeah. I feel like like I have to drop the hammer. Um, First things first, I would pause investing because you were like, I make 75,000 and you said it yourself. I make 75,000, but I only take home 4K, which means you feel that 12% leaving each month Mm -hmm. and you feel it leaving because you know there's this debt there, right? So I would temporarily pause the 12%, get that money coming back into your hands and then... I would take that 
along with my 40,000 in savings. I keep a thousand aside because you just need a starter emergency fund, just a little cushion there. So I take 39,000 of it along with the 2K that I have sitting there. So now you've got 41,000 and I'd put it on this $90,000 of debt and I'd knock that back. Now you're looking at, you know, a little under 50. And I would then, because you've got this 12% back in your back working for you, I would just keep going strong and just pound this debt until it's gone. Now, my next question to you is, what kind of time do you have to be working overtime? Um, right now, I don't have a whole lot of time. I work the three 12-hour shifts a week. I work an extra day at a different job. I just add it on, and I'm still finishing my master's in June and January, but I have clinical rotations on a different day and online school. So you've day. kind of, you've kind of hit your max at time. Yeah. And look, I, look, I, I get it. There are times where you get to this equation and you're like, all right, I'm putting as much time and effort as I can. And when it gets to that, you've just got to ride that horse across the finish line and know, okay, this is the margin I have. And I've just, at that point, I'm just locked into my timeline. And I know, I've done the math at this point on this date, I will be debt free. And so if you don't have every dollar, um, Austin will pick up and make sure you get every dollar because I want to make sure you plug these numbers in because with every dollar, you can literally go in and say, okay, here's the numbers I'm working with. If I do this certain amount by this specific date, I will be debt free. And then by this specific date, I will be able to build back up my savings and then by this specific, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Cheyenne, when are you done with, you said you have, um, you're still doing your master's. When are you done with school? Yeah, I'm done um, mid-January. So after that, okay. I'll be able to pick up um, like two oh. extra shifts, which will help a lot. Perfect. Um, and that extra job have, that you're taking, that, that you have, did you do, uh-huh. I'm sure you did a price comparison versus just working overtime with your full-time job versus this new, yeah, do you get yeah. paid more? Yeah, I get paid more. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Well done. That's yeah, so great. Um, yeah. So you. I have a follow-up question. Yeah, sure. Um, for the pausing of investments, should I still keep the match at 4%? I would not. I would, because here's the thing. You're going to be out, be out of debt very quickly. If you do the prescription that we just wrote you, you're going to be out of debt. Uh, let's see, that leaves you with 48 left. Uh, could you live on half of your income? Yeah. Okay. Then you're out of debt in a year, a year and a couple of months maximum. And then when you're out of debt, you're going to build back up your savings, uh, whatever you think is, you know, four to uh, three, three to six to four, months. Yeah. yeah. Within that area, you're going to build that back up and then you're going to be able to invest 15%. And then at that point, Cheyenne yeah. is when I would start saving up some other cash if you want to go back to school. And here's the wild thing. I feel like sometimes, and it's not always the case, but sometimes we do find that people are like, hey, I want to go back to school, this, this, and this. And a lot of people just make the decision today, regardless of the money, and they go into debt and they do it versus having a little little bit of patience. And you may look up, Cheyenne, I'm not saying this is the case. You could look up in a year from now, start saving and actually be like, you know what? I have no debt. I'm funding my retirement. I have savings in the bank. You're going to be in a completely different place emotionally with money at that point. And you may say... I think I'm good. I think I'm going to work towards, a down, you know, paying off my house or a down payment. I'm going to keep moving on with my financial goals because career-wise, I feel settled and set. Now, you may not. You may say, hey, I'm going to spend another year saving mm-hmm. to pay my way through school, which is great too. But but you never know. But that, that's the beauty of saving and that delayed gratification is your, is your choices change. Your options change. 
and your desires change. And so you actually let time do its work versus making an instant decision, going into debt, and you're stuck in this path. So that's one reason we love the idea of saving up and paying for things because it puts some like breathing room into the equation. Thanks for calling Cheyenne. This is The Ramsey Show. Some of the comments on YouTube, Jade, always kind of make me laugh with all the dynamics of the Ramsey personalities because sometimes like, I don't think Rachel and Ken really get along or (laughs) Deloney seems to to not like Jade or like there's all these these funny like uh, people predict our relationship. But I can tell you in good faith, everyone, we genuinely enjoy each other. All of us. We're going to have a Christmas party with just us and our spouses coming up at Jade's house. Like we are having fun. That's right. So we love the people we work with. And you know who we love is sweet George Camel. Yes, we love George. George Camel, and if you know him, you love him. He actually co-hosts Smart Money Happy Hour with George, and you guys, he has a brand new book coming out in January called "Breaking Free from Broke." So you can pre-order today for only twenty dollars. You get a hundred a hundred dollars of free items. Okay, wow. so this is instant access to George's newest talk, "Show Me the Money." You get exclusive access to an online preview, private event, and Q and A with George. The ebook, the audio book. There is so much there, and it even includes three months of every dollar premium. I don't think that's I realized excellent. that. Excellent. Okay, that's worth even just pre-ordering to get the every dollar premium that's amazing so george does such a great job i mean if you listen to him here on smart money happy hour or the ramsey show you know that he brings humor he brings facts and the way he looks at money has it's such a great thing because he exposes so many there he is he's out in the lobby george there he is he's like yes that is all true his parents we met them earlier in the break uh or we've known them we've we got to see them down from boston uh so all that to say go to ramseysolutions.com slash store and pre-order george camel's new book breaking free from broke we love you george happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving all right let's go to the phones let's go to cole in memphis tennessee hey cole welcome to the show hey thanks for taking my call absolutely how can we help yeah so i'm 22 years old i'm active duty in the military right now so i make about sixty thousand a year um and i'm in a position where i don't have a lot of expenses so after like all my bills and food, I just have like two thousand every month to, awesome. to send whatever I need. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have twenty three thousand dollars in student loans um, right now. I have about four thousand saved up because I'm I've been sending like seventeen hundred a month towards them. Okay. Um, but now I'm kind of in a situation where I, I have an unreliable car. Like the AC doesn't work in Mississippi, and <laughs> the engine's kind of not working well. I've had to repair it. And I, I want to get one by spring when it starts to get hot, mm-hmm. uh, get a new car. Yeah. So that I'm not driving around with no AC. Yeah. Um, but I want something reliable and obviously I don't have enough saved up to buy like a new car cash, but I don't want to, you know, go with another junker. So I'm just not really sure how to allocate that 2000 to saving for a car and student loans. And then if I should buy a new or used car. Okay. Yeah. If you were to Kelly blue book, your car, right now do you have any idea what you could get for it yeah i think it was like 1200 1200 okay perfect yeah um okay so we always talk about cole your four walls that you want to make sure are covered which is food shelter utilities and transportation and that transportation is a reliable car now um yeah the ac doesn't work i understand that and and then tennessee heat come june you don't want that i totally understand that totally understand that so what i would do is i would put some money aside 
if you're you're able to save six you're able to save two thousand dollars a month you said after expenses and everything which is which is incredible and so i mean i would shoot to try to have maybe i don't know jade six grand saved at least yeah uh six to eight grand saved and so that's going to take you you know three four months to be able to save that Mm -hmm. um and so that gets you into what is that um march april which with weather wise is still yeah because i mean he's already got the 4k saved yes so oh yeah that's right that's right so i'm trying to do two things at once here which i know we don't always recommend but knowing that you're gonna have to replace your car it is it's a needed expense so you want to be able to save for that. But I also want you to start chipping away at the student loan at the That's same true. time. Or what you could do, you could go that route or you could say, okay, I've got $4,000 saved um, next month when I get paid in December. I'll have a new another $2,000 to put with that. And what if you just, and then plus the money from selling the car, so that's six, yeah. seven, seven thousand two hundred. So what if you said, okay, I'm going to keep a thousand out as my starter emergency fund, and then I'm going to just take six thousand two hundred dollars. I'm going to get a new car, and knowing that in January that starts my baby step two debt snowball payment, and as soon as I'm done paying off my debt, if I'd like to put a little bit more to upgrade, you can do that because you How said you like start like so you say get a new car like get. Like pay cash for a used one or yes. actually yeah. get a new one. No, no in no, December no. I would take in December when you get your next paycheck because you said oh I have two thousand left every check in margin. So in yeah. December when you get paid I take your two thousand of margin. I'd add it to your four thousand that you have saved. Then I'd sell the car that you have. I'd get about a thousand bucks for it, like you said. And so what does that leave you with? Four, five, seven thousand dollars. And then I'd keep aside one thousand just as a safety net. And I'd buy myself a $6,000 car. Now, I heard you earlier when you said, I don't want to buy another junker. And I get that. This is very temporary. I just want you in a situation where you're driving something. The engine's not crazy. There's air. I mean, yeah, the basics. And then you're going to take, and starting in January, you're like, okay, now starts my student loan payment deal. And I'm going to put $2,000 and I'm going to be done with it by the end of the year. So this time next December, you're going to be like, all right, I'm done. I can start upgrading my car if I'd like to. Or if I if this car is still doing well for me, I'll start yeah. building up my emergency fund. So you've got options. Yeah. And Cole, I mean, with this math right now, you could be you could have a new six or a new new used, new to you car in January. Your student loan paid off by this time next year. Um, and I think that when you kind of start gaining that traction, you may find yourself being like, oh my gosh, okay, a few nights a week, Heck I'm yeah. going to work extra and try to get even that paid off by October of this year, right? Even shaving a month mm-hmm. or two off of your timeline and your car, let that be kind of the motivator to That's be like, right. I want to get rid of the student loan debt so I can save some more cash. And the great thing about a $6,000 car is it really doesn't go that much further down in yeah. value. And so it's gone. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're pretty much at the bottom of it, which is great. Uh, and you can keep stepping up in car that way. So that that is for sure what we recommend. Do not go get a brand new car no. with a car loan. This is the this is the slower process and way, Cole. But this is going to give you a lot more freedom, a lot less stress when mm-hmm. you do things with cash. So thanks so much for your service, Cole. Uh, we really appreciate you. Uh, yeah. So Jade, you mentioned um, earlier, and I think even Cole's situation you know it it is amazing to me when you can be 
intentional with with every single dollar and i yeah. love that cole because this doesn't always happen with people where he's like i just happen to have two thousand dollars a month right. like he doesn't have a lot of expenses which is such a gift and you want to take advantage of that um but but having purpose for your money that's one reason we'd love every dollar our budgeting app um and being so specific you guys the budgeting that idea i love it jade i know you love it love this is it. something that you and i we we <laughs> fond over because there is a, a foundational principle, you guys, with your money is that you have to be intentional. So whether you're living paycheck to paycheck or whether you're in Cole's situation, you got two grand every month that you just happen to have, that stuff just kind of just, you either stay in the cycle of paycheck to paycheck or that 2000 if you're not intentional with it, it starts to dwindle away. And so being so specific with every single dollar that you have is so key to winning. And all of you that are new, listening to the show or watching the show, this is a crucial, crucial part of your financial picture is budgeting. Mm -hmm. So if you have not downloaded every dollar, download every dollar, up, upgrade even to the premium version because it connects to your bank. There's paycheck yeah. planning. There's so many, so many other features, but getting this rhythm, that's right. Don't you agree? I think, and even going into the holidays with, with um, shopping and everything, you guys, this is the way to get control of your money is to budget. I definitely think. And I, I tell people all the time, we have the free version of every dollar, which if you're, if you love hands-on and you love really having your hands in every piece of it, then free version is great for you. But the premium to me, it has these two key factors that so many people miss when it comes to budgeting. They're like, Jade, I'm doing a budget. Why is it still not working? I'm like, you're probably not planning your paychecks. Yeah. So you know exactly when to spend the money that you've budgeted for. And the premium version does that. And there's that automatic transaction tracking that is critical. You must track your transactions each day. That's right. Otherwise, you're not going to win with your budget. And so every dollar premium provides that. And that is the key. That's what you need. Yep. So download the app or go to everydollar.com and get started. You guys, we want you guys to win and be intentional. So whether you're Cole with $2,000 a month or you're living paycheck to paycheck, a budget is something that is going to help you. It is a tool and a habit that's going to help. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Well, standing over on the debt-free stage, this is one of our favorite types of calls, Jay, that we get to do is talk to people on the debt-free screen stage. And we have Edwin and Carla here with us. Hey, you guys. Hi. Hello, hello. Okay. So obviously you're here standing on that stage for one reason. You're debt-free. Yes. Oh, amazing. Okay. Where, you, where are you guys from? Uh, we're from Los Angeles. Okay, wow. so LA. All yes. right. So, how much debt have you guys paid off? A hundred and thirty-nine thousand dollars. Wow. Oh my gosh! And how much time? Thirty-six months. Okay. Thirty-six months. Making making what kind of income? 
We started off at $131,270, two jobs and some side gigs. Okay. Um, We ended at $127,486. Okay. Okay. And um, our income just recently boosted. It did. So what are you guys making now? Uh, we're making 193 Let's together, go. no side gigs, and um, soon we're looking at a 34,000 between uh, raise between the two of us. Oh wow. my gosh! So well over 200,000, you guys. What yes. do you guys do? Uh, we're um, school social workers, so yeah. we do mental health in the school settings. And- yeah. I'm new to it. Uh, I just recently got my grad school degree. Actually, during those 36 months, we cash flowed my university. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You guys, incredible. What what incredible work that you do and incredible yeah. that you guys paid off this amount of debt. So $139,000. So what all, what kind of debt was it? Uh, we were pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, personal loans, um, Title loans, wow. uh, payday loans, yes. car loans, leases, leases. Um, Y'all did it all. all. Everything. Did it all. Okay, yes. so what happened? Student loans, sorry. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. So what happened 36 months ago that made you say, what are we doing? Well, Well, uh, yeah, we had amassed so much debt. And uh, at that time, uh, we had to uh, move back in with my parents mm-hmm. and uh, we were married and moving back in with my parents and we were like okay well something's got to give enough mm-hmm. is enough and actually it was during college I met uh, a classmate of mine her husband is a pastor and they actually uh, hosted a S, uh, FPU so shout out to uh, Rudy Rodriguez of New City Church yeah. <laughs> you know, Pastor Rudy and his wife Christine yes. um, so we got started with FPU we did the uh, what do you call it the plastectomy yes the plastic-, plastic surgery yeah. kind right. of those credit cards <laughs> yeah. Ooh, look yes. at that and then we just yes. uh, opened up uh, about uh, finances because I think uh, that's something that's really important in a marriage, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't have shared finances. We've been uh, learning little by little. That's yeah. right. And uh, yeah, we just uh, opened up and then we started budgeting and we just followed uh, Baby Step 1, got that $1,000 and then we went wow. crazy with Baby Step 2. Oh my yes. So inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> what was it like when you because you say we opened up we opened what was it like when you opened up and started combining your finances like be real it was actually it wasn't too bad it was about me getting over the guilt and shame I actually when we first started dating I kind of kept it from him because I brought the bulk of <laughs> the debt into the marriage and I just uh-huh it, there was a lot of shame and guilt I made a, a lot of poor decisions and he's amazing and he was very supportive and I eventually opened up and he's like oh, don't <laughs> worry right. babe like I got you like we're, we're gonna do this together so um that really helped us to catapult into um paying this off we uh we really combined incomes once we got married pre-marriage counseling and our marriage retreat helped and yes the vows like just really adhering to those really helped us so wow now we're plus, here plus i saw the potential in my wife she was great since before i even we even started going out she was just great and see? i was like you know what that's that's my person we gonna uh, do this see? that's oh what i'm talking gosh. about wow <laughs> so great because you guys i mean one hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars is no joke like we're not talking yeah. about thirty thousand dollars of debt mm-hmm 139,000. So what all did you do? 
because you said you guys are you guys work um, with mental health in yes. the school district. Yes. But you must have picked up some side hustles and all of it. So tell us your workload because I know it was a lot. Oh yeah, um, Uber Eats, Postmates, tutoring, front desk support, night shifts, you name wow. it. Right. I even uh, did uh, desktop support on the side. So uh, before I started mental health, because um, I just recently started, like like this year, uh, I used to do a desktop support for an aerospace company. But then on the side, I would do like helping my friend set up his DJ Wow, booth, Any, uh, yeah. anything and everything. Anything. Yes. yes. So yes. how many hours would you say at the most? Because when we talk to people and we say, hey, do some side hustles and all mm-hmm. this, and some people are like, oh, gosh, gosh. You guys are the prime example of going big or yes. going home. So how, what, like at the highest point, how many hours were you working? Probably about right under 70. Probably wow. between 65 each, and each. 70. Yes. Yeah. Each. See, each. this... This right here, this yes. is what it takes. And to, not forever. to get to your shirt. And, and, <laughs> yes. Straight out of baby step two. Yes. And, and again, we're not saying to work 70 hours a week for your life. No. That's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Right. But for a season, and it probably wasn't even that for 36 months, right? But at the peak, yep. that was that was the most. Yes. That wow. was the most. Oh my gosh, Which, you guys, you're incredible. I gotta know, because my husband and I, we did this the side hustle thing. Yes. And there's always one that you hate, right? There's the one that you're like, mm. all right, I gotta go do it. <laughs> what was the one that you were like, I when I let this one go, I am free. I got this one. This is that. <laughs> this was the front desk support, and it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Ooh. I left my um, nine to five, my salary job, and I would be miserable. I hated it, but Girl. I knew we we had to do it in order to to move forward. Wow. I remember I used to take her and pick her up every night. Oh wow. my gosh, just. I was so sleepy. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh, amazing, you But guys. you're here. You hit yes, the finish I know. line. So how, how does it feel? How does it feel to be completely debt-free? Amazing. Yes. I mean, we can uh, pay for a Nashville trip and Let's not have go. to worry about it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yep. Um, I just It's just freeing. It's mm-hmm. so peaceful and... Um, such an accomplishment it is yeah it like feels like you're being choked constantly but now you can breathe again yes Mm, so good you guys so what Mm -hmm. would you say the key to getting out of debt is uh definitely a lot of love and communication and um empathy and understanding Mm. yeah so good you guys no if you have anything i agree communication is key yeah because working together as a married couple, kind of like what yeah. you were pointing out earlier, it is it is so crucial. Yeah, so important. So crucial. Well, you guys, you're incredible. I'm proud Thank of you. Absolutely amazing. You are the prime example of what it looks like to sacrifice, to come up against numbers like this, $139,000 and paying it off in 36 months. Okay. Absolutely incredible. So Edwin and Carla, well done. We're going to give you the live and give bundle to be able to take some of that home with you. You can give mm-hmm. some away and we are so excited to celebrate with you. So we have Edwin and Carla from Los Angeles who paid off $139,000 in 36 months, making 131000 to one twenty seven during this journey count it down let's hear your debt-free scream one two three we're We're (laughs) debt-free amazing oh oh, amazing they took their time with it you can see the relief see the relief how incredible 
So good. I mean, that's it, Jade. And 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 that's where I'm just like, you can't. I know people have you know different stories, different life circumstances, but at the end of the day, if you choose to do it, and for 36 yep. months, you and Sam were proof of that. Edwin and Carla are proof Edwin of that. Edwin and Carla are absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. We are cheering them on, and we're cheering all of you on. If you're listening or watching this, and you think, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. You can look at them as examples to say, it's possible. We see it every day. It is possible. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day comes from Psalm 86:11. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. Serena Williams said, I am lucky that whatever fear I have inside of me, my desire to win is always stronger. That's winning. That's so good. Oh, my gosh. Because that fear is real. I mean, in all of it, there's the fear of change, of doing something new, whatever's in front of you, thinking, oh, my gosh, is this possible? But that desire to win, it's stronger. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Next up, we have Joanne in New Jersey. Hi, Joanne. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Doing well. How can we help? Well, um, we're my my family and I are facing a serious issue. Uh, my husband owns a commercial uh, a, a business, a small business with trucks, and um, we're we're actually um, facing repossession. And right now, our income is not bringing enough in to cover the cost of our past due balance. Okay. Um, right now I'm in school. He, um, right now we were depending on the income for the business as well as my part-time. So I just wanted to know, like, what options do we have? You said trucks. Is there multiple trucks? Like, what kind of business is it? it no, it's actually one truck. It's a commercial truck. Okay, so he's like a truck. Semi-truck. Semi-truck, okay. Yeah. And you said there's a past due balance. What is the balance? Um, the past due balance is about sixteen thousand. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to get to the root of the problem. What has caused what has caused it to get to that point? Is it he's just not getting the work in order to bring in the money, or is it he's bringing in the money, but we've got all these bills, and this is just keeps getting pushed to the back of the line? Can you kind of lay out what's been going on? Sure. Um, well. Uh, he, he did suffer an injury, um, in the beginning of the year, which caused him, he was unable to drive. Um, even when we did hire it, whatever happened, we, we lost a lot of our, like we lost employees, um, where they were not able to, I guess, keep up. Um, so the truck has been sitting around for a little bit too. So that's another issue why we, why we did become behind. We actually had a job where um, we did not get paid for that um, for that job, which kind of set us back too. Okay, so how long has it been where it's like, basically there's not money coming in, he's not able to do the jobs, you're in school. How long has that been? I believe six months. Okay. And that's just an estimate. Okay, so... Right now, you guys are in crisis mode because it's kind of like it feels like you guys were like something's going to give here. Something's going to give here. And it never did. And so now you guys you guys have got to do some serious something serious here. 
So the truck right. is sixteen thousand dollars behind. What ha- what have they said? Like when is the deadline of hey we're coming to get this thing? Um, I, I believe at the end of the month they'll mm-hmm. probably come take the truck. So how much do you guys owe on it, Joanne? The full balance, I believe it's about seventy-eight thousand. Okay. Um and and coming up with yeah, this amount of money, I'm is there cause my, I mean, Absolutely. whatever we can do for it not to be repossessed, because then you just start from You're starting from scratch. Yeah, from scratch. Have you looked into selling it? Um, we've tried selling it, um, but again, that's uh, that's um it, the options are very limited either you know we don't have any 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 interest or um we haven't had any luck with selling it so no how, how what have you got what has been your attempt to sell it um my husband actually have may have more details than i do i know i've i've picked up some information from him uh-huh. but i think he he's asked family friends um i think he's actually gone to several businesses and offered um to sell but no buyers what is the amount that you guys are trying to sell it for um I believe the same amount that it, that is like this full balance is which is about seventy eight thousand, or what it's whatever it's worth okay i here's what i would do um, and you have no money sitting around, nothing you can sell, nothing you can, like, do you have two, two other vehicles? Uh, just our personal vehicles, one, which I get to work and to, to school or my regular activities and for him the same. Okay. And what are those, what are both of those worth? I'm just trying to get um, your numbers. I would say maybe 10,000 a piece. Okay. Only two vehicles. And here's, here's what I was getting at. I was getting at a situation where maybe you get rid of one of the cars and use that to keep the truck in operation. And then over the next few months, you save up cash and buy another little beater that one of you drives. That's an option that you could look into. Um, How old are these cars that you have? One is a 2016 and the other one is a 2003. Okay. So maybe it's keeping the 2016 and trying to do something like that. Or maybe you have to ask yourself how desperate you want to get to save this truck. Because part of me is like, you haven't been making any money on it for six to eight months. And part of me wonders if it's the right business for you. And Honestly, I hate repos because it's going to jack your credit. It's going to, it's almost like a bankruptcy. It's going to just throw an atom bomb on everything. Right. But at the same time, I do think that you get to this point where it's a necessary ending and you have to be like, look, this has not been profitable. This has not been fruitful for us for many reasons that you listed earlier. And there's part of me, go ahead. I was going to say my aggression to sell it. I mean, I feel like that's going to be the best. And so, and it's not just friends and family, Joanne. I mean, like this is calling companies this is a cross country that you'll drive it to a different state i mean like again it, it is putting the the work and the sweat and the tears into getting this thing sold mm-hmm. i think it's it's gonna that's really the only big thing because i mean even with these cars jade but if they can drop the price if they can sell yep. one of their cars yeah and drop the price by ten thousand like sell it at a deal yes and yes. you guys are taking the hit I would be trying to make that dog hunt until the day they pry yes. it from my fingers, yes, right? Exactly, exactly. So 
that to me that's the game plan is what can i sell to put with this so that i can sell this get this car this truck even if it's sold at a premium at sixty eight thousand dollars take the ten thousand of your primary car just to cover all the all of that and then you start working to pay off that sixteen thousand that's owed work to get a new car and you guys just start over Mm -hmm. versus this asset just being completely taken away and like what jade said it takes such a ding on your credit so yeah joanne if i were you guys um, and see if even if you if they can hold off the repossession to the end of the year, uh, if they can Anything. give you more time, that that is going to be the thing. And again, the urgency that hasn't may have been there. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but to Jade's point of it being six to eight months, that lack of urgency, it, it's it's caught up to you. It's caught up to you guys. And so there needs to be these extreme things that happen. And again, that is that is finding that's finding a buyer. That that would be my number one goal. And yes, and even for you guys, Joanne. I mean, I, I there there's even a point that man, I, you may want to think about for yourself pausing school. I agree for where you are and getting a job and just getting you guys in a place where money is not just like sucking the wind out of you. We just that's had right. a debt free scream on the stage earlier, and and he said he said it felt like it would choke hold around me. And mm-hmm. and Joanne, I feel like that that's where you guys are. It's like. It just feels like the world just keeps is against you. And man, and it's like decision after decision, nothing is going right. And you need things to start going right. But that means there's going to have to be change in your life for that to happen. And it may be uncomfortable to do things like pausing school to get a job, but getting the money, the cash flow in, finding a seller for this. I think there's a couple of big changes that really are possible. I mean, I don't think that this is an impossible scenario, Yeah. Uh, but it's going to take a lot of work and some creativity too to to be able to navigate. It's going to, yeah. But, but yeah, you can't get past the discomfort. Like it's uncomfortable that they're in this situation, but I'd rather be, I'd rather make myself uncomfortable in other ways to get out of it yeah, that are going right. to be more fruitful for sure. Yep. We're glad you called Joanne. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Jade, for another great hour. Thanks to everyone in the booth to make this show happen. And thank you, America. And remember to take control of your money and create a life you love.